0: Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I'm Tom. And we're back. This time, we're going to be catching up on our Q&As, uh, John Hurwitz's yeah. uh, Q&As on Twitter, yeah. Um, a little bit of housekeeping? A little, a lot of bit, really. <laughs> a- and Tom, as, as we're speaking here, we're kind of, n- not us, but also San Diego Comic-Con is going on.
0: Yeah, this is the weekend every year where I'm completely glued to my phone waiting for new trailers and uh, movie news.
1: You know what? I forgot all about that stuff. I've actually been glued to my phone reading and looking at all the Cobra Kai content. Um, I don't don't know if you've seen any of the stuff shared recently, but uh, there's definitely some things worth sharing. All right. I'm sure we will get to that. Alright, so for those that are tuning in for the first time, uh what we do on these Cobra Kai updates slash news, Twitter Q&A, uh, John Hurwitz takes to Twitter every once in a while and says, hey, want to do a Q and a And you have the opportunity to ask him anything. Well, not everybody's on Twitter, and for those that listen to our show and are not on Twitter, this is... Pretty much for you guys, um, this is a, a really good way to kind of keep up to date with uh, the ongoings from one of the creators themselves. You know, we'll read the question asked, and Tom will answer in his best Herwitz voice. Um, <laughs> but there is something that I wanted to bring up that I teased in one of the previous episodes. Uh, we didn't talk about it at that time, only because I didn't have the information right there with me. But. Oh. Yeah, the, the IDW, remember the comic books that we talked uh, talked about a little bit about last time? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, uh, again, it's going to be released uh, through IDW. I did reach out to the Big Three. Uh, Hayden was uh, kind enough to uh, chime in with what he knew. So, according to Hayden Schlossberg, he says, Sony was interested in creating a comic book based on the show, and we thought that would be cool. Not sure yet if it's one issue or multiple issues, They have shown us a preliminary outline for a story and character sketches, and we weighed in. It looks cool, guessing it will be timed to come out around Season 3, but things can always change.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering whether or not it's going to be an incontinuity story, or if it's just going to be like a, like if it's something that you have to have uh, read in order to understand everything with Season 3. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, hard to say at this point um that's that's all the information that we have and i'm sure um well for sure once more information starts getting leaked or uh, reported we'll definitely um d- discuss it uh but i am excited um you know i don't read a lot of comic books like at all but the fact that idw is spearheading this uh they did the back to the future comics which i uh, i have almost all of those and uh, they're pretty amazing stuff um and i know with, with those with that series bob gale had some input as well uh into the storytelling of that so right. yeah I,
0: i'm actually i'm re- uh kind of the opposite on you in that i'm a huge comic book fan uh idw does a lot of work with a lot of licensed properties i know that they work with uh the transformers series uh star trek uh a couple others that i can't Think of off the top of my head, I want to say like G.I. Joe is another one of them. Okay. So this property is in really good hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And you know what? G- give me all of the Cobra Kai stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Once these get released, this is more content for us to produce, you know, for the listeners. So I'm, I am very much. Oh, excited. yeah. Well, just as a fan, you know, Cobra Kai and comic books, this is like my chocolate and peanut butter here. Those go very well together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Again, we're kind of in the middle of uh, San Diego Comic-Con right now. We are recording this episode Friday evening of. Uh, there's still Saturday and Sunday, so obviously it's not over. We don't have all the information. We're just going to talk a little bit about some of the things that we have heard uh, thus far. Tom, have you heard anything about Cobra Kai Season 3? Mm, i know that they are making
0: it other than that no i've been on kind of a social media sabbatical for a while
1: all right so uh mr ralph macchio teased that in season three we will see Larusso russo going back to okinawa excellent yeah so uh, I, th- I thought it was interesting that he used the name of russo and not daniel th- that may or may not mean anything Um, At first, I thought, oh, maybe in flashback, but it sounds like with season three, uh, we may be getting more of an origin, um, you know, where Cobra Kai possibly started and where Miyagi-Do started. You know, so I think we're going to get some more background on on those two uh, dojos. That has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I didn't know how to feel uh, about it at first uh, because the show is called Cobra Kai. And I'm like, well, now, wait a minute. Uh, Why why is Daniel going to have some more uh, story when this is a a Cobra Kai show? And, you know, first and foremost, you know, it it, it is um, it takes place in the Miyagi-verse, right? Uh, The the big three have said any characters um, in any of the properties with Miyagi has the potential of, of coming back. Uh I did see an interview over the weekend here. Um I watched it earlier today where Ralph, you know, he kind of uh brought back up, well hey, you know, I I kind of told them I wanted the spirit and the essence of, of um, you know, Miyagi on the show or I'm not on board. And so that that was just one of those things. And um and I think there was another Q&A panel where they kind of briefly touched on it and it was just like, well, you know, without Cobra Kai, there's no Miyake Do and vice versa. So it was like the yin and the yang. So, um, yeah, it's called Cobra Kai, but you know, they, they complete each other, right? To, to take the quote from Jerry Maguire. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I thought it was really funny. Shout out to Rick. He was all like, Oh, very uh, suspicious that you recently met Yuji Okamoto and here they announced, uh, Daniel's going to Okinawa. Well, I'm like, well, you know, that's, it's quite a coincidence for sure um, <laughs> I mean I saw Okinawa and I tweeted out you know a, uh, a, a a well not a meme but a picture of a kid like kind of a awkward position face planting you know like as soon as I heard Okinawa I you know this was me uh, basically so I'm just excited as, as the next man um, if you guys aren't excited I, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> you know find find something else to watch because uh, I, I need this you know um, and I don't want to say, like, the show is lacking uh, Miyagi. We are getting him in flashback, and um, I think they find a very good balance of incorporating that while telling us, you know, the Cobra Kai side of the story as well. Oh, yeah. And on top of that,
0: I think you pretty much uh, summed it up. You can't have one character without the
1: other. Right. You know, you can't have the, the Joker without Batman and vice versa. Exactly. You know, and uh, if, if I knew a little bit more about Star Wars, I'd probably say the same thing there. You know, maybe uh, no Star Wars movie without a Sith. Fair does, enough. Does that Fair work? Fair enough. Okay, yeah. See, so um, also I something struck me because of our last episode. Uh, there was a reference to Battle of the Bastards in the previous episode that we reviewed. Um, mm-hmm. In one of the Q&As, uh, Hayden pointed out that the Battle of the Bastards, there's a... a uh, I'm forgetting the term that they used, but you know, one of those elongated trekking shots or whatever. Okay. There was a, um, he used like that episode and a particular shot as a reference for the long one maybe it was the one um in episode 10 of season 2. So and I think it was John Hurwitz that also kind of like, oh, you know, well, you know, they did it in superhero shows too, which I, I think he's kinda uh, referencing Daredevil uh, also mm, did that's, it. That's that's what I thought of when I first saw it. Yeah, when well the my my very first go to was uh, uh Old Boy, the Korean movie. So um that has an amazing wonder, you know, where uh well the the remake did it as well with uh, Josh Brolin. So um if you guys have not seen Old Boy It's not for everybody, the Korean one, that is, nor nor the remake, really. But uh, check it out on YouTube. It's it's pretty amazing. And uh, I think Cobra Kai did it just well with the the young cast. So, um, yeah. Well, speaking of that particular fight scene, uh, congratulations to Hirokoda and uh, Janelle Kerfman for their Emmy nominations for uh, coordination for Cobra Kai Season 2
0: here here well deserved
1: yeah absolutely so that's two seasons straight um they, they did an amazing job obviously and uh you know here's to crossing our fingers for for this time around all good things to those await sir absolutely all right so let's uh jump into this Q&A. I think that's all we'll have for now um again we're gonna try to catch up as much as we can and if we miss anything this go-around we'll have it next time so um, starting with the very first one. Oh, and also just so you guys know, uh, for those that maybe tweet out as well and is listening for your name. We're not going to read every single one of them because we're going, what, we're almost halfway through July. We're actually going to like almost the beginning of May. And I think John Hurwitz has done about four or five, no, like seven of these now, somewhere about there. But So we can't read them all. We're going to try to abbreviate it and skip the ones that are asked over and over and over.
0: I was going to say, there's some very well-tread ground in these uh, Q&As.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's kick it off with uh, CK Never Dies. Uh, have you guys started writing season three yet? We are in the
0: early stages where we discuss all the characters and their storylines for the season, which episode things should be happening in roughly, and how stuff generally weaves together. Making, proce- making progress every day. Very happy with where we're at in the process. Oh, so, that's, that's good to hear. the wheels are turning.
1: Yeah. And they keep on burning? N- <laughs> never mind. I don't know what I'm doing. What a way to start off an episode. Um, (laughs) Yeah, nothing new there. Uh, I figured we start with that just to let anybody know that is questioning. Yes, they are starting to write. I'm sure it's going to come up, but just in case it doesn't, uh, what I do recall seeing is that they started shooting in September.
0: I seem to think uh, that's roughly when they started last year. So yeah, it makes sense.
1: Okay. Uh, the next one comes from Shawnee Wan or at Shawnee Wan. Will we see Crease's old war buddy Terry in Cobra Kai season three? Oh, you'll have to watch season three to find out. Again, spoilers. You don't want them. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> this this one comes from at J R M F F L five three one. Do you train on your off time?
0: I definitely exercise much more when not shooting than when I am shooting. But I've never taken a karate class. Would love to sometime soon. Perhaps I can be the Stingray of my local dojo. Well, Stingray knows to not... I don't know. All I want uh, now uh, is to see John Hurwitz <laughs> playing a
1: game of Edward 40 ounce. I want to see him um, with the, uh, the, the, the braided beard. Yeah, yeah. And maybe <laughs> he can hide in the leaves and win the game. Now, this is completely off-subject, and I want to bring it up just in case I forget, because I was um, trying to remind myself to bring it up last time. Uh, Remember when they introduced us to Eli's mom, uh, Mrs. Moskowitz?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So, I've never brought this up, and I felt like a dope when uh, it kind of occurred to me. Uh, I feel that the name Moskowitz was maybe... Um, a slight nod to Ron Thomas's wife, Stacy Moskowitz Thomas.
0: That is a very good theory.
1: Yeah. So uh, I tried asking in one of the Q and A's, and he might have missed it or just skipped over. And like you idiot, if you haven't made that connection yet, I don't don't know what to tell you. So um, yeah, I I wanted to bring that up the last episode when Ron Thomas, you know, made his appearance in that uh, episode five. So, uh, yeah, one day, like I was just on the book of faces and, you know, Ron Thomas, you know, sometimes shares pictures of his daughter and and tags his wife and stuff. I'm like, ah, there's there's that name. So there we go. The next one comes from at uh, Sabrina Obscura, one of our moderators, Amy S. She asks, tell us about something that got left on the cutting room floor this season. Pretty please.
0: In episode 202, after Hawk and Aisha give Mitch and Chris humiliating nicknames, we originally had Bert say, how about the Jerk Brothers? And Hawk had some funny reaction to that. We liked it, but it sort of hurt the flow of Miguel's ass-face and douche-breath line. I still miss it.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, the Jerk Brothers. Cute. Is it? You like that?
0: You know what? If it means more Bert in my uh, television, I always like it.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll get that in a form of uh, some special footage. That would be awesome. Yeah. The next one comes from you, at The oh. Drunken Dork. Uh, you say, Vanessa Rubio posted this to Facebook today, and I couldn't help but zero in on the phrase, and I quote, dream sequence car scene that never was. Are you able to give us any details on this uh, lost scene?
0: Yes, and uh, that was when Ms. Rubio uh, showed us pictures of her uh, in a very, very nice and elegant dress. Uh, Mr. Horowitz reacted, We had Carmen dancing on the hood of Johnny's car for the amazing 80s music video dream sequence. She was awesome. Unfortunately, the whole dream sequence was insanely rushed, so the location and style for the car wasn't as dynamic as we wanted it to be, so didn't make it in
1: oh that's too bad i f- I feel like we heard possibly that that dream sequence she didn't uh didn't think that it was actually a thing yeah yeah i don't I don't know where I found that information
0: I'm not sure yeah couldn't tell you
1: yep. Next one comes from AC Patterson 975 in episode one, sorry, in season one, episode two, when Daniel sees the new Cobra Kai dojo for the first time, he gets flashbacks from the first movie. Why didn't he also get flashbacks from part three? After all, that movie also dealt with Cobra Kai. He had just seen Johnny, so that experience
0: is more top of mind. I like that. That is as good an
1: explanation as any, and it makes sense. I would say so. You know, yeah. and perhaps for the majority of um, Crotty Kid Part 3, he didn't know Mike Barnes was Cobra Kai. That is very true. Because um, it wasn't until probably after the reveal of uh, the return of Crease, right? In, in the um, Cobra Kai Dojo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you well know. after. The next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. What are some possible nicknames Sensei Lawrence would call the host of Cobra Kai Companion?
0: Tom already nicknamed himself in a way that Johnny would probably be comfortable with, "drunken dork." For Peter, he'd probably go with a racially insensitive nickname that he doesn't realize is racially
1: insensitive, or he'd just go with "male woman." And I, I, I laughed at this. I think uh, Sensei Lawrence would uh, more likely say "male chick." Yes. Yes. Yeah. We'll take it. Well, yeah, we, we will. I'll take it, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I like male chick. I mean, which is, kind, of, kind of sounds weird now that I think about it. Male chick. Yeah. You'd have to know what i do for a living to get that joke. Otherwise, it just comes off wrong. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I could imagine Johnny being awkward and, you know, yelling out the spelling. No, it's M-A-I-L. Woody, though, do you think he'd get a, uh, feel a little awkward after saying that out loud? I could see it being one of those weird, awkward conversations that he finds himself falling into. Absolutely, I could see that. Okay, all right. Uh, Next one comes from at DavePrince37. Who owns the Cobra Kai kick-ass Challenger car in real life? Love the show. Can't wait for season three already. (sighs) The production owns the car, but I wish I did. Now, couldn't he work in production or with production? And then he'd own the car, too, technically? You know what? This is where you need a very good contract negotiator, Mr.
0: Hurwitz. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that anything is possible when it comes to paperwork. Better call all.
1: There you go. I mean, I don't know if that'd work, actually. But, I mean, that's the first person I thought of.
0: Huh.
1: All right. Next one comes from Amy S. Again at Sabrina Obscura. We've been lobbying at DragonCon pretty hard for you guys, all of you, any of you, to be invited this year. Is that something you'd be into? I'm making a big assumption that y'all will already be in town working on Season 3 at that point. So, fingers crossed. We are open to attending any of the big conventions.
0: Not sure the Dragon Con dates or if we'll be too buried with work that weekend to take any time off. But, they should reach out. And you know what? I would love, love to meet the uh, big three at a Comic Con. Oh That, I, I think, would be great.
1: I think it would be, absolutely. Um, I mean, not even at a Comic Con, you know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. If they owned a restaurant, let's say, you know, I'd drive up, go have lunch with them. <laughs> there you go. All right, next one comes from at Gafster93. Why did Kreese fake his own death twice?
0: Once you've successfully faked your own death once, you can't help but do it again. That said, it's possible he didn't fake it twice. Maybe Johnny heard about the first fake death then never learned he was alive. At this point, it's not clear.
1: At this point, it's not clear. So maybe at another point, it might be clear.
0: That could be. And honestly, I think that's a a pretty interesting uh, idea, though. I mean, do you think that Johnny wouldn't have known about Crease's return to the All-Valley Tournament for that second year?
1: Well, I mean... I think uh, Terry Silver had a lot to do with that particular All-Valley. Um, if Johnny had distanced himself from Cobra Kai at that point, maybe he didn't, you know, check up on it, you know, as yeah, far as... Yeah, the word
0: would have gotten out somehow. I mean, I'd imagine that, you know, especially uh, in the, you know, early 80s, the karate circle in the Valley wasn't that big that, you know, news like that wouldn't have gotten around.
1: Yeah, but I'm also under the impression that, you know, it wasn't like something they spread around. It was really just to Daniel and Miyagi.
0: Yeah, but he was out in the open at the
1: tournament, I thought. Right. Oh, you're saying that um, somebody would have heard that, oh, I saw Kreese at that exactly, tournament. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and
0: he was with uh, some other guy that had this, you know, weird ponytail and was acting like a, you know, messed up lunatic.
1: I mean, it could have made the circuit rounds, but, like, did, you know, was Daniel continually, actively uh, participating in the All-Valley thereafter?
0: Well, I mean, he was obviously uh, participating in that second one where he beat Mike Barnes. Right. Well, okay, maybe yeah, I'm Yeah, and somebody would have, I mean, somebody that Johnny knew would have had to have been at that tournament and seen Kreese.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Kreese lost all his students. We learned from the OG Cobras that even you know they, they weren't down with trees afterwards. I don't know. I, I don't, it's I don't possible,
0: want... but I, yeah. Either way, I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they might explain that. That would be interesting.
1: Sure, I don't need it, but um, I can see why people would like that explanation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one comes from at Slappy the Cobra. We hope to see Raymond, aka Stingray, again in season three. Would that be a possibility?
0: I hope so. Paul W. Hauser is one of my favorite humans and performers on the planet.
1: Yep, very nice and I guy. agree. He's
0: a he's a you know really fun actor to watch.
1: Yeah, um, I the last movie I saw him in was uh, Beats, which is a Netflix movie, which also stars uh, Anthony Anderson and also uh, Khalil Everage. Uh, check him out in that, and he is definitely different than seeing Ray in that movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Next one comes from at B moving forward. Hi, John. Congrats on an amazing season two of Cobra Kai. I love the Easter egg callback to the deleted blueberry pie scene from the first movie at the Mexican restaurant. Was there ever a thought of showing a flashback to the scene itself?
0: Crazy thing. We came up with that blueberry pie reference on set. It wasn't scripted. 20 minutes after we shot it, we randomly got an email from post-production that included the dailies from that scene. We wanted to include it this season, but no place felt right. So that's confirmation that they do have deleted scenes from the original Cobra Kai's. I'm sorry, from the original uh, Karate Kid movies. And we might get a chance to see them. I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think what's also amazing is that uh, some things just happen on the fly, like on set. And they just go with it and it ends up working out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really cool uh, process that they've got going.
1: Yeah, and I think it also speaks to their creative uh, pr- uh, process that they um, have a good pulse on what they think will and will not work, even as quick of a – or short of a notice, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, just the fact that they're open to – you know, they they don't hold the script to be sacred text. You know, they're willing to change on the fly if it means an improved episode.
1: I, I think that's admirable. Mm-hmm. The next one comes from at Dorothy Golden G – were the vegan pigs in a blanket a reference to you, as I think I read on here, you love pigs in blankets? We were trying
0: to think of the most ridiculous ideas for vegan, di- for vegan dishes, and Josh Harold, uh, and uh, Hayden Schlossberg and I all love pigs in blankets. We wouldn't love the vegan kind, whatever that would be. Hmm. And I gotta agree with him. That does doesn't sound appetizing at all. But to each their own, I guess.
1: You know, I I'm sorry, vegan vegan people. Uh, I've tried some of your food. I I can't get down with it. Um, I used to deliver to a vegan grocery store, and they would sometimes give me uh, some vegan Twinkies. Not as good.
0: No, no. You just need something in order to to get to that Twinkie level of uh, goodness. But, hey, if that's what you like, great. More power to you.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next one comes from at Kenobi underscore A. One more, a brand new Game of Thrones series comes out, and yet Cobra Kai is number one on stream demand in front of Game of Thrones. This must make you guys proud of your work? <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Which, I mean, that
0: is really impressive when you think about it because not only is game of thrones one of the bigger shows to come out in man last 10 years or so but it was the final season you know uh, of that show so kudos to everyone involved with cobra kai that is very impressive
1: absolutely um there's a great video clip or video clip uh interview that uh kevin smith hosted during um san diego comic-con with uh billy ralph uh mary mauser sholo and also tanner uh and the big three is sitting somewhere in the back and kevin smith is just gushing over how much he loves cobra kai as well he should yeah so um you know if anybody in our group the the video has been shared uh, in there um you guys can find it on youtube and stuff so that was a, a really fun watch oh by the way uh At one point, they were doing, like, draw questions out of a hat kind of thing. And one of the questions was superpowers. And when it got to Sholo, I'm not going to reveal his answer, but um, Kevin Smith was like, oh, so your superpower is ass-kissing. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Pretty funny. Next one comes from at atzeegle9317. Please, please, please give us more than 10 episodes in season three. Please. I wish we could it'll be 10 episodes again. So, and I know this uh, has been asked before, but it's been a while since we've done one of these. Um, We've said it before, you know, why fix something that ain't broke? Uh, They've said this before with season two, so I feel this is going to be the format.
0: Yeah, in all, all honesty, I mean, I can think of a lot of shows that have fewer than 10 episodes in a season. And, I mean, look at uh, Stranger Things. It has 7, 8, maybe 9. And I wouldn't change that at all because it would affect the pacing of the entire season. So I say leave a working situation as is.
1: Mm-hmm. Next one comes from at redsfan 78 Have you thought about how Miyagi would fit into Cobra Kai if he were still alive?
0: We unfortunately never had the opportunity to even consider working with the great Pratt Morita. So we're only focused on how we can honor his legacy.
1: And I like that. Yeah. Next one comes from at Jason Kersey. What happened to Kyler and all his friends?
0: Perhaps one day we'll find out. They didn't cross paths with our other characters over the, the summer that was our second season. At least not on screen.
1: Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Maybe... Well, I mean, we we saw a... mm, I guess you can say a glimpse of... um, I almost called her Lisa, but uh, Yasmin.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, briefly, but she
1: was there. Yeah, you know, Instagram. So, uh, again, they're not going to rule anybody out. And I don't understand why... Okay, maybe I understand why some people hate certain characters, but you kind of need a bully. I mean, I, I... I guess where where would Kyler fit, you know, in um, after what happened in season two? But I'm not a writer, but, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing them back is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, I think uh, most people would like that, but you got to make sure that it fits into the story. Right.
1: Next one comes from at Stuart Perry 11. What is your favorite scene of season two? Oh, it
0: is so hard for me to pick because I i'm the target audience for every moment but the final fights johnny's commercial and the final episodes uh, in the final moment of episode 206 were the first to pop into my head whoa hey you know what we just
1: released our review of episode 206 that is very true in all honesty i i really did enjoy johnny's commercial i oh, thought it yeah. was great I, yeah it was pretty amazing Next one comes from at jchronicles44. Did you intend to bring back all major characters from the franchise? Kumiko, Chosen, Mike Barnes, and Terry Silver, or just some? We discuss each and every character in the Karate
0: Kid universe, from the big ones to actors with a line or two. If we feel a character can enhance the story in a meaningful way, while showing up organically and provide entertainment,
1: we'll bring them back. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. Um... This is uh, really interesting, and I don't have anything to share, except when I went to go meet Yuji and have lunch with him, we were kicking around ideas how we would work them back, uh, him and Kumiko, into the story too. So we had some interesting ideas, but again, we're not writers, so. <laughs> Next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. What's your favorite Cobra Kai swag that we've seen from Season 2? There's a really cool Cobra Kai red water
0: bottle floating around. Might be on the official uh, merch site, you know?
1: Mm, I, do, I do know. Uh, there is a link. CobraKaiStore.com Next one comes from Amy S., who always comes with it, um, always has the great questions. At Sabrina Obscura, she asks, What's your favorite joke from either season? And for that matter, are there any jokes or moments that the fandom made into bigger deals than you guys thought they'd be?
0: First thing to pop into my head was Hash Brown Team Cobra Kai. But I love most of the same jokes the fandoms enjoy the fandom enjoys. I especially appreciate the way the fandom embraces our side characters like Lynn, Lyle, Zarkarian, the All Valley Board, and so on. That's how I am as a fan. And I can't help but notice he didn't talk about the owl, salt, and pepper shakers.
1: What? How dare him? <laughs> <laughs> the next one comes from At Jurassic James 1, how long did the episode 10 school fight scene take to choreograph and film? Our Emmy-worthy stunt coordinators had so many
0: fights to plan for us this season that they only had a few days to design and rehearse that particular fight. We only had a couple of days to film. It was insanity, but the tireless work the cast put in training all season paid off. I can't help but agree with him. That was a very, very impressive scene. From the camera work uh, to the choreography to the acting, it was great all around.
1: Yeah, um, I don't have the name with me, but John Hurwitz does give a, a mention to the, the cameraman who had to uh, take notes of the all the ongoings and masterfully, you know, place it where it needs to be and blah 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 um check out that q a at san diego comic-con uh he also said john Herbert which that was I, I believe he said it took about six or seven takes you know for for that uh scene too and i'm sure it wasn't like back to back but um can you just imagine that, that like, still doesn't sound like a whole
0: lot of takes that's really impressive
1: yeah yeah so uh, and you know, there's a couple cuts here and there where they are showing like uh, the you know some of the other um, things that are happening uh, around the fight as well. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard that the the Stingray part was also like a late addition. Well, thank God because he needed some levity and something like that. I love the way he comes out in that suit. <laughs> yes, it's pretty good. All right, uh, the next one comes from. A underscore train 195, the Head Games montage was great. Going forward, can we expect more montages? Nobody loves a montage more than Josh Yield, Hayden Schlossberg, and
0: I. So I think that is, uh, I think that's promising that we'll get some more of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we got to have them, right? And also, I mean, uh, when we get these montages, we get a, a, a amazing music to go along with it. Always. Next one comes from at Boy 760 Can you make a prequel series of just Stingray, funniest character out there? I would be all in for making Better Call Stingray. Can't... Damn it, now
0: I want to see that show. No, I want to see that show.
1: I uh... want to see
0: him <laughs> at the hardware store at day, going home to mom's at night. That would be amazing.
1: That would be... Um Man, the possibilities of just everything just going wrong and him, like, fighting with the judge or something uh, in a case. And he's like, oh, we got this. And then, you know, his clients would just go to jail because he's incompetent. <laughs> 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 That'd be great. Uh All right. uh The next one comes from the Jerry, J- the Jarek Brule. Oh, man. I, I I know I butchered that. What was the subjectively craziest day on set, and what episode, or soads, were being filmed? In terms of many moving parts at once, of course.
0: The final shooting day of Season 2. We sometimes had three units filming at once, including half of the school fight and all of the
1: hospital and classroom scenes. But there are dozens of crazy days. Oh wow, so Sholo was at the fight and the hospital, so was Tanner... Yeah, Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so those two, yeah, had to be in a couple different scenes there. Um, Next one comes from at Chris Commando. What happened to Miguel's braces after the tournament? (laughs) When you win the All-Valley Karate Tournament, it automatically fixes your teeth. And not only that, uh, Cobra Kai apparently fixes your asthma. So there we go. Seriously, you know, badass all around. Not only in his karate skills, but in his oral hygiene. You know what? Um, that that answer from uh, John Herwitz actually kind of just reminded me something recently. Uh, in our Facebook group page, um, you know, e- every episode that I release, I always put a post up. It, you know, I, I select a graphic and I have the link uh, as well. Apparently, Hayden Schlossberg was listening to our latest episode of, um, you know, episode episodes six of season two, Take a Right, and there was a comment that uh, Brianna made um, about they're just, dis- uh, you know, Johnny's talking to Tommy and they're discussing a tournament and based on the details, Brianna said it could not be the All Valley because of some dialogue that was said in the first movie. So Hayden Schlossberg jumped in and said, some people make mistakes, not us, but the tournament announcer in 1984. <laughs> He was wrong about Bobby <laughs> being the previous year's runner-up. He somehow got Bobby confused with Tommy, probably because the names are similar, and he's an alcoholic. You know what? That is as good an explanation as any. So, there we go. Uh, the announcer was drunk. We did not know that, and now we do. You heard kind it here, makes folks. makes things
0: uh, make more sense in the light of all of that. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sure, okay, yeah. Um, the next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. This question I asked for Brianna. uh, Where's Daniel's headband in Season 2?
0: Daniel's headband is safely in the box Daniel keeps it in. It probably should have shown up on his head at some point in Season 2, but never ended up making an appearance.
1: You know what? It just uh, not occurred to me, but I just had an idea. What if when Cobra Kai was vandalizing Miyagi-Do... Hawk stole the headband and wrapped it around his knee. And Uh-oh. you know, they they caught that, you know, in the in the dojo. Do you get the reference there?
0: Uh no, but just the uh, the idea of uh him you know messing with even more of Miyagi's
1: stuff would have been awful. Yeah, it's a uh, Blood Sport. Oh, I haven't seen that movie since I was a little kid. Oh yeah. Uh re- remember Van Damme's friend, you know, the guy who played Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds? The, 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 I, I, the... I don't remember anything about that movie, to be honest. Dude, you, you do yourself a favor, have a few drinks and watch Bloodsport. <laughs> Come on, you, you got to. I, I might have to look for it. All right. Uh, the next one comes from, at Jurassic James 1, will we see further, deeper character development of Hawk in season three? Oh, absolutely. We can't let Jacob Bertrand phone it in now, can we? No, not at all. It, especially after that amazing performance he gave us in episode three, I think it was. You know, the the cold open, where we oh, got well, to see the entire Eli again. season. I thought he really stepped up. Oh sure, but um, uh, th- that's that's well, further deeper character development. You know, um, well, I guess he does say hawk, but I I I just immediately went to Eli. You know, in the the performance that uh, Jacob Bertrand gave us in that opening. Yeah. Yeah. The next one comes from Dorothy Golden G. How difficult is it to name each episode, which is done brilliantly, by the way?
0: Episode titles usually emerge organically during the writing process. But when they don't, it's never too hard for us to huddle and figure one out. We all enjoy naming the episodes.
1: Yeah, I, I want to hear a. Like, just some audio of them just talking about. Maybe not even the process, but just some ideas they've had, and just some stories about like fighting over like, oh no, we're gonna call it this, and you know something like that, perhaps it we well I mean them- I would love to
0: have just like a like a to be a fly on the wall of the writers' room just to see them plot everything out. I think that would be fascinating, but you know particularly with naming an episode as a podcaster, uh I have to name all of my episodes, and I can tell you it's it can be kind of difficult sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah. That's why I just make it simple. My movie reviews are called the movie reviews. Um, but uh, shout out to the Cobra guys who do do that with their episode reviews. You know, they uh, come up with something else, Yeah, you, know, you know, and not just uh, the movie title or the episode title. Um, that looks fun, but I don't think I'm creative enough. But we'll see. You know, maybe uh, I may not do that for Cobra Kai Companion, but uh, may- maybe I'll do something like that for fun um, somewhere down the line for something else. Next one comes from uh, our moderator, Amy, Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. I watched Cobra Kai dozens of times. It's weeks before Stranger Things comes back. Can you recommend something new to fill the time between now and then? Because I'm about to OD on Law & Order reruns. I personally loved Sex Education on Netflix and Pen15 on Hulu. Right now, I'm watching Fleabag on Amazon. Yeah, he's got all those subscriptions. <laughs> Lucky. I w- I wonder if they're all like different people too. Like you know, maybe Netflix is his and Hulu's uh, Hayden's and and uh, uh or if he's is. constantly coming up with new email addresses. Yeah, right. For free month trial. Cobra, Cobra Kai dude one at Gmail. <laughs> Cobra Kai dude two at Gmail. Um, I somebody recommended Pen Fifteen to me, and I think it's. About a Asian, uh, an, an Asian American family? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I I have no idea what it's about, but Pen15, I remember someone recommending it to me because I was like, ah, spells penis. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm looking at it, it sure as heck does. Oh, you don't remember that from school? I mean, I know you're a little bit older than me. But back in, I think, middle school, people used to be like, hey, let me write pen 15 on your hand. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) No, no, that must have been after my time. I was still writing uh, the word boobs with my calculator, though.
1: (laughs) Ha ha, 8008. Send that to the internet. All right. (laughs) Um, The next one comes from Nas1781. Any chance Chad McQueen is able to get in on this awesome show this time around? I know it was a scheduling conflict last time.
0: There's... Always a chance. We love us
1: some Dutch. I mean, he might have to break out. I mean, we we don't know what's going on. I feel there's still some untold uh, story there. And also, Brianna made a very good point. They didn't kill off his character. It's still very open for him to possibly make a return.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you never know what's going to come around from one season to the next.
1: Mm-hmm, indeed. Next one comes from Otis Tucks 1. Do you have to pay to use the music of the 80s? Thanks so much for the best show ever. Yes. Every time you use a song or a movie on a TV, a song
0: in a movie or a TV show, you have to pay for that right. Unless of course you have the
1: cassette in your car like Johnny. That works. That works. So you heard it there, have a cassette tape and you're okay. Next one comes from um @Brianna25. I'm glad she was able to get this question in, because I have been dying to know. I know it's early in the writing process, but can you confirm or deny rumors that there may be karate and fighting in Season 3? Do you have a spy in our writing room, Brianna? I think she does. I think she does. I'm excited for more fighting, or fighting at all, period. Well, I don't
0: know. I think this is the season when they would just Sit down, have a cup of coffee, talk out their differences, and decide to shake hands and make peace. Or maybe
1: not. Who knows? Eh, Yeah. The next one comes from at Megan MDR. Who do you talk to the most on set? Depends on the day. Hayden and Josh, if they're there. The director of photography,
0: script supervisor, and actors, if I'm directing. But it really varies based on what's needed that day. Hmm. In other words, Mr. Hurwitz is a busy guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Next one comes from KKOL1979. Now that Sony have gotten involved, do you think we will have longer episodes? Also, can I get a follow back?
0: Sony's been involved the entire time. They are the studio. They also made the original Karate Kid movies. Episode lengths are unlikely to change.
1: Again... If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. So roughly half an hour, 10 episodes a season. Next one comes from Ball 123 Hashtag Cobra Kai. When are you aiming for season three to debut? I heard a rumor it was September 2020.
0: That is incorrect. I would expect season three to come out around the same general time as the first two seasons. Spring of 2020. Only got
1: what? Another... Nine months. Sure. I, I can't math, but that uh, sounds about right. <laughs> Next one comes from at Rich McCloud. Uh, how do you come up with character names? That's probably my least favorite part
0: of the writing process. Always want names to be unique, but also for them to feel real. Sometimes it comes easy. Other times we're searching through name databases on the internet.
1: Hmm. I got a couple you can use. I can think of two
0: off the top of my head. I think we may have even suggested them. Perhaps. Perhaps.
1: Next one comes from one of our listeners, Natty, at Serpent Blue. In season one, when Johnny's car was turned on fire, where did he go right after that? Because he got to Daniel's in the morning. He knew how to go to Escalon Drive. He just didn't know which house. Yep. And in a previous Q&A, we found out that he was knocking on every door. Eventually, he got the right one. Mm Mm-hmm. Next one comes from at Gen Hart eighteen. So did Bananarama not give you permission? Is that why there was a remake? Did you watch all of season two? It was news. <laughs> it was,
0: yes. Yeah. Very, very prominently.
1: Uh next one comes from the Zach R. Smith. Uh questions for John Hurwitz in season one. Daniel asks about dinner, then he says he's thinking of making his famous broccoli. Is that rab, rabe? A rab-ay or rab um, or broccoli dish. I just eat. Um, <laughs> is he suggesting just eating broccoli, oh, r- r- rabe, <laughs> it's the entree? Who makes, <laughs> who, uh, what makes his famous? And is there any special reason you landed on this dish? Need answers. Daniel was covering up the fact
0: that he was spying on Sam's computer. So he just spat out whatever bullshit he thought... The, so, he just spit out whatever bullshit he could think of that felt natural. That said, he makes his broccoli rabe as a side, <laughs> not an entree. His fresh garlic, parmesan, and chili flake
1: blend is what makes it special.
0: Mm. I, I, I got to admit that does sound kind of good.
1: Yeah, um listeners, please uh, tweet at us and tell us how to pronounce that. Hold on. I think we I think I might have an answer. Okay. This is
0: how to pronounce broccoli? Rob, brought to you by Andy Boy. Broccoli Rob. It's pronounced broccoli. Rob. This has been how to pronounce broccoli. Rob.
1: There we go. We, we got were both it. wrong. Yep. Uh, Rob. I'll like Rob
0: Garrison. I feel like we learned
1: something, sir. Yeah. I as did the listeners. Uh, for those that didn't know how to pronounce it either. Well, well, we, we heard it on the show, but uh, I I didn't remember. Next one comes from blender 2 juicy How many seasons do you wish to have for Cobra Kai? I hope you guys have plenty We love it so much
0: We have plans
1: for several more seasons But don't have an exact number
0: There are things we're doing in season 3 That we thought of for season 1 Not everything fits when you initially expect it And we come up with more ideas Every day
1: That's awesome and encouraging to hear Very, very Next one comes from one of our listeners at AC Patterson 975 Before making Cobra Kai, did you ever consider adapting the funny or die video Wax On, Fuck Off into a feature-length motion picture? I think that would have been a hilarious movie. We loved that video, but never considered it. Happy we decided to go with Cobra Kai. Yep, great video. Check it out. It's been out for a few years. As, to, you know, if you guys uh, never saw the Sweep the Leg video... Um, sweet delay johnny uh, video uh, check that out as well by no more kings all right next one comes from at ck never dies will all the students get suspended there will be repercussions for the students involved in the school fight
0: That's notice good. he didn't say who the repercussions were coming from
1: right i do like that Uh, next one comes from one of our listeners, Jen, at Sweep the Leg 84. What song was your favorite to use in Season 2, besides Queen? Loved
0: bringing back No Shelter and Cruel Summer. Enjoyed collaborating with Carrie Kimmel on the Cruel Summer remake. Also loved That's My Girl for Sam and Tori's Episode 9 montage.
1: We were down to the wire getting the rights for that song. Oh, wow. I do wonder what the backup would be if they weren't able to get that. Uh
0: probably muzak. If you uh are old enough to remember that.
1: Chirp chirp.
0: Oh, thank- <laughs> trust me, be glad you don't remember muzak. It was awful. It was the uh, stuff you would have in uh department stores which would be like uh, light poppy uh remakes of
1: popular songs. It was awful. Oh, is it like uh, some some sort of version of kids pop? Even worse. Uh, well. Because even yeah, I mean, kids hated that stuff back in the day. Interesting. Yeah, kids Bob isn't too bad. Some songs are fine. Next one comes from at MH Sports one. Will there be more nostalgia for season three? Any old locations of mine? Will the original Cobra Kai have more scenes in the near future?
0: Yes, there will be more nostalgia, but I won't spoil any locations or potential ruining actors returning actors.
1: Okinawa. <clears throat> uh the next one comes from at cobra kai dad have you ever thought of doing a flashback to a young daniel with his father if so who do you think would be a good choice to play him we've thought about many things that i won't talk
0: about until they appear on the show
1: Mm. Hmm. young
0: daniel that would be interesting
1: yeah and
0: you know not only who would play the young daniel but who would play daniel's father
1: right um well as far i mean i don't know if he's old actually I, i'm pretty sure he's not old enough but uh i was my first thought was daniel machio <laughs> yeah maybe just film him from behind yeah that that could be yeah 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 so that'd be very interesting maybe you know perhaps we'll get one one day Next one comes from At Hand of Glory Triple Six. Did you always envision Johnny's catchphrase as being
0: quiet? It wasn't
1: planned initially,
0: just came out of the writing. It's one of those uh gifts from the muse, as I suppose.
1: Yeah, I I um I work with somebody who actually has the uh sound bite as their I don't know if it's ringtone or text message tone. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, next one comes from at Chaz underscore Howard. How much fun was it getting Johnny back together with his old Cobra Kai crew this past season? That was one of my favorite episodes.
0: Every moment was a pleasure. William Zapka is still close friends with all those guys, so the the whole thing just felt natural. We had so much fun the week that they were on set.
1: Yeah, you know, um... The first time since Ron Thomas came on the show, he uh, mentioned a lot of them were at his wedding. That's uh, really awesome that, you know, it's not like it was a a reunion per se. I mean, even Ron mentioned that, you know, they saw Ralph even briefly kind of towards the end there. But um, it's awesome that they haven't been out of touch, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, you always hear about actors crossing paths on various jobs, but... You know, they lose track of each other once they move on to their new show or new project. So, it's pretty cool that uh, those guys remain close.
1: Right. The next one comes from at Blender 2 juicy Have you guys begun to write out Season 3 yet? If so, how close are you guys to being finished with it?
0: Uh, and Again, this is at, on June 1st now. Uh, we have the whole season planned out and are filling in specifics every day. The writer's room has been open nine days. Three outlines are done. Hayden, Josh, and I have been re- begun writing episode 301. Nine scripts will be in various stages of readiness when we start production in September.
1: There we go. Very, very exciting. And that is almost around the corner from us. Just a little over a month and a half. Yeah. Next one comes from at AC Patterson 975. When Karate Kid 3 first came out, how disappointed were you that Kumiko and Yukie did not move to America with Daniel Miyagi?
0: Disappointed, but... Not
1: surprised after the way Allie was ceremoniously
0: discarded in Cobra Karate Kid 2. And uh, I, I think we've mentioned it several times. I know that you and I aren't fans of the way that they handled Ali's character, and the big three aren't either. So who knows I mean, what that's going to mean in the future.
1: Honestly, who is a fan of that exit, right? Uh, I, I
0: can't think of anybody who ever said anything good about the way that was handled.
1: Yeah. You know what? If you liked that exit... You're an asshole. <laughs> I'll just I'll just say it. You know that was um, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and I know that if things were to fall into place, uh, you know, John Herwitz has said it before. They would. And eh, I don't want to like put words in his mouth. I might be misremembering. Tom, you tell me. But I feel like he might have said something like they would like to kind of address it or. I, I I don't I wouldn't use the word fix light uh loosely lightly, but kind of correct that. I I believe you may be correct, sir. Yeah, so um and again we've done so many of these and it's really hard to remember every single one of them. But I I feel there was also like you mentioned of um well maybe that's. That was, like, uh, Daniel's impression of their exit, but uh, um, not as a bishop, but Allie, you know, she might have a different story of how it went down.
0: Yeah, and I would hopefully someday maybe get to hear that. I would really love to hear her side of it.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, you know, like, we read the questions and the answer, and then we start spitballing ourselves, so I might be mixing things together. So, if I misremembered, I apologize, but... um, Gosh, this is, what, number eleventh that we're recording right now? And I don't know how many of these he's actually done, these Q&As. Oh, man, uh, a lot. Next one comes from the other Amy, uh, Amy D. at Amy D. 2416. Summer movies that you love so far or one you are most excited for that you have, haven't have seen yet? I almost
0: never go to the movies these days unless I'm with my kids. I usually catch up on stuff over the holidays. The main movies I was looking forward to this summer were Long Shot and Booksmart, and I enjoyed both of them.
1: You, uh, what's the last movie you saw that you'd recommend?
0: Oh, geez, I, I was just telling uh, you know uh, my co-host on my other show, Jake. I haven't had a chance to go to the theater since uh, Avengers: Endgame, and if you're one of the two people in the world who haven't seen that movie, I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, uh, Kevin Smith uh, spoiled it. In uh, his Q and A or whatever the the interview he was conducting earlier today, so (laughs) and I think there were some groans and he's like, "Why it's been out for a while," (laughs) Uh, and I agree. Like you know, it's Marvel, you know, Game of Thrones, whatever the hell. Like if you if you haven't seen it by this time, that's on you. Um, yeah. And and again, like I still haven't been spoiled on that uh, finale of Game of Thrones, and it's on me if it, it does get spoiled before I watch it. Um, and since this is fresh on my mind, I did catch the live version. Um, I, I use that term loosely because some people will uh, lose their shit. But yeah, Lion King. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the remake of Lion King. I've I've heard mixed things about it. Uh, what is the negative that, that you're hearing? Uh, I, I want to talk about this real quick.
0: Uh, I've heard soulless. Uh, that's the word that I've heard again and again. Oh,
1: Soul I, I don't know what that means because I I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it, um, they did enough differently, and some of the added dialogue or added touches to certain scenes I thought was great. Um, and I'm not gonna you know ruin anybody's experience, but I, I would definitely recommend it. You know, if if you enjoyed it, um, I had a good time. The kids enjoyed it. I'd watch it again in the theater, but I. I Yeah, some of those um, changes that they made, it wasn't that it was, like, necessary or needed to be changed. I felt like they changed them just to be a little bit different, and it didn't change the, you know, dynamics of the the characters or the scene or anything like that, just to be a little different. And, again, you're talking about the guy who did the live version of Jungle Book. Say what you will about that one. But he also brought us Iron Man. Jon Favreau is a very good director.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Swingers? A
1: long time ago. Did yeah. he direct that? I thought he did. I know
0: that he was
1: involved somewhere behind the scenes, but I mean the guy's a tremendous talent. He is. He is. So um, you know, when he was announced, I was on board. Uh yeah. I I didn't love Jungle Book, but it's still visually amazing. So Lion King is no short of that. Uh I really enjoyed it. So um, alright. Next one comes from at Tony underscore reg oh gosh, I should have asked her. Um, cause she's also a member of ours. I'm not sure if she listens, but, uh, Rich check. You want to just go ahead and edit that one out then? No, Tony R, Tony underscore R, you know, I mean, it's, her name is her, her Twitter. I just don't know how to pronounce it, but she says, I even bought the Minute Maid because I know you hate the fancy stuff. Was that a dig at Coca-Cola because Ralph Macchio hated the product placement of Minute Maid and Credit Kit 1? That no. I did not know, actually.
0: I didn't know that either, but uh, Mr. Heroit <laughs> says no. No, it was just a callback.
1: Mm-hmm. He's he's on Minute Made, you know, from the uh, from the first card kid. Next one comes from at Warinsky Warrior. Is William Zabka really drinking beer in those Coors bottles on set? No booze in those bottles.
0: Only water or iced tea.
1: Yep, little movie magic for you guys there.
0: I don't always heard that uh for beer, they had used uh, ginger ale, but I guess uh I guess not
1: hmm what what would you like as your substitution uh, if if you're if you played a character- character that drank beer a lot
0: oh jeez uh I would probably go for ginger ale just because it looks more like beer than you know than anything else I could think of off the top of my head,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go for that, too. Uh, ginger ale. Uh, I mean, I drink ginger ale. I, I, I like mules. I like me some mules. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? I, uh,
0: I'm i a big fan of dark beer, so I could go with a Diet Coke.
1: Hmm, but the consistency, I mean, I guess if it's in a bottle or something, you can't really tell.
0: No, I mean, if you're going to have, like, a really tight close-up on it, I imagine you'd have to wait for the carbonation to die down a bit. But from a distance, it would look convincing.
1: Yeah. I'd probably just go with regular Coke. I'm a fan of Coke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one comes from uh, Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. How did Jensa uh, Salata get involved with the show? I'm a Salata fangirl because of Andy Richter and The Office, and I especially love what she did with Glory of Love and Esqueletto.
0: Jen Salata was recommended by our friends at YouTube. We sat down with her and fell in love with her immediately thoroughly enjoy every moment she's on set and she will be back for season three
1: the next one comes from at mike karaoke twenty three I can understand if Johnny has never used Facebook before but the fact he had never heard of it didn't make any sense as really as really popular that is like someone who has never been to Disneyland then but then say that had never heard of it which everyone knows whether they've been or not
0: Every now and then, we'll stretch reality a tad for the sake of entertainment in Cobra Kai. While ninety-nine percent of people have heard of Facebook, some people haven't. We decided to make Johnny Lawrence one of those people, and most of the audience loved it. And honestly, I thought his it it, it just kind of goes to f- further cement his lack of understanding of you know the modern day world and the fact that he prefers. That, you know, with the world of the 80s that he left behind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like that response. What's a Facebook? I guess the alternative is like, oh, let me send you a friend request. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're one of those people. Or, yeah, I got one too. I'm never on it. I don't know. It's not as funny. Not as funny. No. Yeah. Next one comes from at not Kathleen Turner. Have any food or beverage items shown up in the episodes because they were a favorite of... What I now refer to as the big three.
0: Pretty much every specific food or or restaurant reference on the show is thrown in there by Hayden Schlossberg, Josh uh, Heald, and myself. Most of them are favorites of ours. Others, we just think a specific character would enjoy.
1: So they must be fans of Applebee's.
0: Who isn't? I mean, come on, you got that two for 20 deal? It's a great
1: place. The
0: big Brutus beer? Come on. What's not
1: to love about Applebee's? Yeah, I don't dislike it. Uh I like chilies. Chilies is pretty good. You like chilies? What, what's wrong with
0: chilies? No, no, I'll get my uh very nicely prepared, reasonably uh affordable steak dinner anytime at Applebee's.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh I was about to skip over this one, but the answer was pretty funny. Next one comes from at bensanity one thirty five. Does Mike Barnes have any kids?
0: Who's Mike Barnes? <laughs> I just, I, I wish I could see the look on uh, Ben Sanity's face when he read that response. That would have been great.
1: Yeah, but I'm also thinking like, what if Sean Cannon saw that? He'd be like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> who's, who's Mike Barnes? <laughs> The next one comes from at Tayana Studios. In the episode Glory of Love, how come we heard another Chicago Peter Cetera song and not Glory of Love? Was it a right sting or intentional?
0: Glory of Love was Daniel's song with Kumiko in Karate Kid 2. We didn't think he and Amanda should have the same song. But we like the idea that Peter Cetera is the voice of love for Daniel.
1: I mean, it's a great voice. I like him in Chicago. Yeah. Inspiration? Love it.
0: I've always been more of a Tom Waits fan. I know that there's only going to be two listeners out there who get that joke, but I guarantee you those two listeners are laughing. I know... I've
1: heard of the name? Close enough. Okay. All right. Uh, The next one comes from at Kenobi underscore A... Did you read my idea about Sensei Ron Thomas being a recurring star for your series? If so, do you feel Bobby is exactly half and half, like both Johnny and Daniel, but not quite either in philosophy?
0: We agree with your thoughts that Bobby kind of subscribes to a combination of Johnny and Daniel's philosophies. As for his show, on as for his role in the show going forward, you'll have to wait and see.
1: Yep, I will wait and see happily because um, I love me some um, some Bobby. Oh yeah. The next one comes from at Julissa Davs. Did Aisha ever send to the internet Johnny's short video? Ha ha. It's unclear, but I would hope she obeyed her sensei. I just want to see a cutscene where Aisha's like, "Send it to the internet." What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Uh, I did create a meme once um, to kind of add to that scene where Johnny says, And don't forget to post it to (laughs) Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Tom, were you ever into
0: that show Heroes? You know what? I always tell this story. Uh, I binged watched the first season. And I decided that I wanted to do the same thing for every season where I could just mainline it all. And that was before uh, such a practice was common. And while I was waiting for that second season to finish, I kept hearing horrible things about it. So I just decided to kind of stop at season one and keep my memories of that show good because I heard that it went downhill really quickly.
1: Yeah, l- lucky you. Um, I did get a picture with Milo Ventimiglia. Um, yeah, very nice guy. Apparently, oh, well, I've always heard that the actors on it are great folks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, well, you binged uh, season one. Do, do you recall that? Uh, once in a while they would release like a a webisode. You know, that that kind of tied into the show as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be cool if like Cobra Kai did something like that, you know, um, just kind of like what I was just saying about like the 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 extended cut scene of Aisha. Like, what well, what the hell does that even mean? You know, like maybe that become like a Inst- uh, Instagram story that they just release on the Cobra Kai account, you know, on Instagram or something, or you know, something like or that, or maybe on their even their YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, they right. already have a platform for it. Exactly. So um, I think. You know, just to kind of have content out there once in a while. I, I think the fans would love that. It'd be kind of cool. You know, everyone just a little bit, uh, in character here and there and just a extended whatever of something we had already seen, uh, in the, in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Next one comes from MH Sports One. What was Ralph's and Billy's favorite moment you think of season two?
0: You'd have to ask them to know for sure. For William Zapka, I'd imagine shooting in an episode with his old Kabur Kai buddies was particularly special. For Ralph, shooting back at Miyagi's house was a treat when the weather was nice. But both both but both guys bring joy every day. And yeah, I mean, as much as we've said that, uh it would have been great for all of the Cobra Kai's to have gotten back together for that episode. I'd imagine it would be just as special for uh, for Ralph Macchio to go back to a uh, recreation of that set where, you know, he made what is a modern-day classic.
1: Absolutely. Um, and they did a really good job, too. You know, uh, I, I think... I feel like he might have mentioned that set recently. Oh, gosh, I don't know. But yeah, I, you know, he spent a good amount of his adulthood in his 20s, I guess, in that backyard at that house, and to kind of see it recreated after all these years, I'm, I'm sure it was very special to him. Oh, yeah. Next one comes from at Veronica J. Parker. I love, I wonder if she's related to Sarah Jessica Parker. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> I love the behind the scenes footage. Any chance we will see a blooper reel from seasons one and two? How about a special pointing out Easter eggs? Love, Cobra Kai, and looking forward to seeing the story, uh, uh, story continue. Safe travels.
0: We have put together some blooper footage and deleted scenes. Not sure of the release plans for that stuff. Luckily for Ms. Parker, though, I do know where she can uh, find all the information that she could possibly want about uh, Easter eggs. Oh? Yes, a uh, certain podcast that I might know of.
1: Oh, what what is this podcast? It's Cobra Kai Companion,
0: sir, and you got to spell companion
1: with a K. Absolutely. And speaking of which, your next tweet is from me at Cobra Kai Pod. Are you still listening to Dr. Dre's 2001 during the writing process?
0: When I'm not listening to Cobra Kai Pod during my car rides,
1: I still love me some Dre. That and made me. He's gosh, a he's a, a rapper, little bit. right? Oh, right. Like face palm emoji, Tom. What are you doing? Yes. I'm listening to Tom Waits, clearly. <laughs> uh, you and your two listeners are laughing at that joke <laughs> while I'm over here face palming <laughs> about Dr. Come on, Dre beat. It. Okay, I, I know you're trolling me there. Um, <laughs> the reason I asked him this because I was highly considering uh, just writing a little Cobra Kai rep to the beat of uh, uh, Still Dre. Oh, you're a braver man than I am because I have no rhythm at all. Well, i I used to dabble in that and have some songs. So, uh, that's, uh, that's up my alley with a Y. <laughs> so, you, you see what I did well there? Well played, sir. Alley, well played indeed. Alley, I, Y, you get it? Okay. Ah. All right. Moving on. Next one comes from at Jalissa Davs. Would you do a flashback of Danny and Mandy getting to know each other during the 90s decade? It would be awesome. Anything's possible, but I don't spoil this kind of stuff on here. I wonder where would he spoil it? I don't know. Yeah. All right. The next one comes from Estevan C530. Uh, Any chance of Hillary Swank cameo? We're huge Hillary Swank fans.
0: If it made sense for our story and she was open to returning, we'd love to work with
1: her. It just needs to be right for the narrative. I like how he tagged her too. Yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah. You know. Um. It was reiterated today during their Q and A. Maybe it was yesterday's Q and A. I don't know. The San Diego Comic Con panel. Um. A. A. An attendee asked about uh, Hilary Swank and you know the Next Friday Kid and. Um, the big three said, Yeah, anything that had Miyagi in it. And I think Josh Heald even threw in like they're still you know, wondering whether or not to add the animated series because of Miyagi, but that's where it gets a little a little wonky.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see how they might incorporate some of that animated series into the show. Yeah, have you seen any of it at all? I I have not I have not okay. heard good things about it though.
1: Yeah, I've only seen the first episode and I feel like I've told or talked about uh, watching that first episode on here. Uh, And I remembered that they added like an Uncle Jack, you know, that was a spy or maybe he lied and said he was a spy. I kind of forget. I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's weird. I am interested in watching the entire season. It's only one season and, you know, it's for shits and giggles, really, Um, uh, for for why I want to check it out. But anyone that does subscribe to Amazon Prime, it's available there for free. Next one comes from MLK Hofla 12 Holy cow. Uh, does Elizabeth Shue watch Kai Snake? I know
0: she's at least seen some of Cobra Kai, but I'd love to see some of this Kai Snake. Assuming it's not the work of Google Translates.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> Kai I Snake. See what,
1: I see what he did there. Google it took me a little while to figure it out, but yes, yes. Um, I would imagine that she's probably watched at least a couple because they had to clear it with her to use the scenes with her in it as well.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, plus, I think uh, she had an interview on a radio station a couple of months back where she was talking about the show. So it's at least on her radar.
1: Right. So there we go. Um, The next one comes from Brianna25. Daniel obviously likes Chicago, and Peter Sotera sang You're the Inspiration. Peter Sotera also did the theme from Karate Kid 2 as a solo artist. So, is there a Karate Kid 2 movie in the Karate Kid's uh, Cobra Kai universe? Does a Ralph Machio exist as an actor in Daniel LaRusso's world? Uh, hashtag fourth wall says what? <laughs> wow, that is... That is something.
0: Yeah. Uh be careful, Brianna, or the whole house of cards will come tumbling down. She likes to yeah, do that. That is that is interesting. I I think I got it. Okay. Peter Satara did it, the theme song for the big live action adaptation of that old karate kid comic book. What? There was an, there was a Karate Kid comic book. Okay. Right, oh wait, are you talking about the DC comic book? Yes. Okay, alright. And so in the Karate Kid universe, they could say that the song came from the movie adaptation of that comic book.
1: Oh, okay. You're you're uh nerd I'm thinking of a way in. for it to make sense. <laughs> yes. All I right. gotta reinforce okay. that fourth wall, damn it. Alright, alright. Fair enough. Uh it's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. I like that. Um, next one comes from CJ Castaneda. How many seasons do you have in mind for Cobra Kai? We don't have an exact number. Just know where we're headed. But we're hoping to do at least six, perhaps more. So if I'm not mistaken, all although this question has been asked many a times, I believe this is the first time he's actually given us a number. Yeah, that's what I was kind of honing in on. Yeah, so there we go. At least six. All six. Had to do it. Sorry. Had to do it. (laughs) All right. Next one comes from at M underscore Hummingbird. What happened with Miguel and Dimitri's relationship in season two? Miguel mentions Kreese hitting my dear, or I'm sorry, my friend Dimitri. Was the whole Hawk versus Dimitri feud hidden from him, or did he take Hawk's side?
0: Miguel wasn't entirely aware of everything that was going on between Hawk and Dimitri. What he did hear was mostly from Hawks, so that's not the full story. Since it was summer, he didn't see Dimitri much. He hung out more with his Cobra Kai friends.
1: That is true. And that makes um, total sense. It does. And, you know, they used to be part of that same circle.
0: Well, uh, plus, they were both at that party, and there wasn't any ill will or even, you know, uh, looks passed between them. I'd imagine
1: that they're on... Yeah, At least uh, the same grounds that they were at the start of the summer. I would say so. I mean, because at that party, it was really more Dimitri versus Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, we'll, we'll get to that episode soon, guys. Yes. Next one comes from At Back of the Head. You know, I kind of like that. That's up yeah. there with uh, Crispy Kareem. Uh, who in the Cobra Kai cast picked up the karate the fastest and who is really faking it out there? All of the kids picked up karate fairly quickly. Sholo, uh, Jacob
0: Bertrand, and Tanner B. Cannon are all naturals. I think that's great. You know, the, I mean, it's obvious that all of the actors are working their tails
1: off, and it's showing. Absolutely. I mean, even uh Stingray, you know, got down with it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta
0: admit, you know, for a guy who has a body type not unlike
1: his uh he was really impressive did you see that kick to the locker that was pretty high that was that was badass i bet you he stretched for anywhere 15 to 25 minutes at least yeah to to get that high of a kick Next one comes from at Real Glenn Davies. Any idea if any of you guys are going to join Martin Cove and William Zapka at London Film and Comic Con in July? Love to meet you all.
0: Unfortunately, I won't be there, but I believe Sholo and Jacob Bertrand will be in attendance. That's actually pretty cool.
1: Yes. And one of our listeners, Paris, uh, recently. Uh, posted in our group that apparently Martin Cove is now unable to make that appearance. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, so for any of our listeners across the pond that was attending, um, I just heard, uh, or it has been recently reported, uh, apparently uh, Martin Cove will not be able to make the the London Comic Con, uh, film in Comic Con, sorry, Next one comes from Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. Was there ever a time when Shannon's uh, Cabo-adjacent guy was going to come back and give Robbie the chance to make good on his threat if he hurt her? He had a real Chekhov's douchebag feel to him when he mocked (laughs) Robbie on his way out. Mostly I just wanted to see that guy get punched. Rick, the
0: Cabo-adjacent guy, probably didn't even think about Robbie after leaving that door. Little known fact... The actor Matt Magnum also worked with Hayden and I on American
1: Reunion. I'm sure he appreciated you calling him um, Magnum. It's Mangum. Ma- <laughs> Mangum. Oh,
0: you know what? <laughs> I-, I would go with Magnum. That's a you know, way more badass name. Sure. Okay. But no, I actually uh I I gotta give all the credit to the world for Amy. I love the phrase Chekhov's, Chekhov's douche douchebag. That is intelligent and funny. That's that's awesome.
1: Yeah, Amy's got some pretty good quips and stuff. I love it. Yes. Uh next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. Looks like you all had a blast at the concert. I'm curious about the vandalizing of Miyagi Do. How did you guys decide what would be done, and were there any ideas that weren't used?
0: We started with the idea that we wanted Daniel to be so upset at Cobra Kai that he'd march into the dojo and say what he had to to, say at the end of 205. For us, stealing the Medal of Honor and spray-painting the car were moves that would get
1: Daniel to that point. And rightly so. Yeah. You know, I need to ask um, at the next Q&A, what, do, you know, what kind of movie magic did they have to use for the spray paint? Yeah. Uh, I could think of a couple tricks. I mean, is there, like, non-permanent spray paint? I'd imagine
0: they could use CGI or maybe uh, they could go to a junkyard and get a uh, door... Fix yeah. it up to match the uh, original and just attach it to the body of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, maybe some something with thick consistency and some food coloring, perhaps? I don't know, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, I want to know. I don't know if others Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm inquiring minds want to know. Next one comes from one of our moderators, Rick, one time, at our jersey underscore devil. Is this scene from Ace Degenerate: A nod to E.T E.T and Johnny Drink banquet, watch TV alone, Give Friend by the TV. both make an ET face. both throw something at the TV. both watch a show with an airplane. Thanks.
0: <laughs> no, but this is awesome. And for the, uh, the listeners who can't see it, what Rick did is he got several screenshots from both Ace Degenerate and uh, the movie E.T. And did a laid it out in a side by side comparison. That is brilliant, Rick.
1: Yeah, pretty good job. And if you guys aren't ready um uh doing so, follow him on Instagram at Chopsticks and Flies. Uh that's Chopsticks the letter N flies. Next one comes from At Tino Guevara, nineteen seventy two. It would be a nice it would be nice a soundtrack. Is rock and roll coming back. Thank you, John. Rock and roll never left.
0: good thing about music is that you can always listen to an old song. We've talked about doing soundtrack albums, but we've been told by the studio that there's not big business in that anymore. People can find playlists on most music servers.
1: This is true, and I'm lazy. I'd rather just subscribe to a service, which I do have, and just listen to the album. Yeah. So, I don't know, are you a playlist maker?
0: You know what? I still uh, rip CDs and listen to them on my phone. Yeah. I just think uh, certain albums in particular sound better uh, when they're sequenced in a certain order that they were meant to come out in.
1: Yeah, I'm more of a shuffle kind of guy for the most part. But if there's an album that I love, I'll just let that play in order because, you know, I have the songs uh, memorized in order. But Mm -hmm. um, playlist, yeah, I'm a little lazy, but but I, I will make a playlist if I need to. Meanwhile, I'm still picturing Johnny making mixtapes. Would he? Is he a mixtape kind of guy? I feel
0: like he would just buy the tape. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. I guarantee you he still makes mixtapes. He has his uh, workout mixtape. He has his drinking cores mixtape. He has his still drinking cores mixtape. He's got them
1: all. I I don't know. I I feel he's so technologically challenged that he wouldn't know how to make a mixtape. We, bo- know
0: he, we know he knows what tapes are. He well, destroyed
1: uh, Ali's uh, radio on the beach. That had a tape deck in it. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm I'm talking about like, well, I, I guess one would have to have owned like the boombox with the two cassette tape things where you can record songs that way. Um, but I don't know. I Maybe I'm alone in this. But Johnny strikes me as a guy who doesn't make the mixtape. Like he would just buy like the full albums. No, no. I could see him actually, you know, buying like the old forty fives or you know,
0: like the vinyl singles and putting those all on a tape as well. He probably only
1: listens to the soundtracks of Iron Eagle and Iron Eagle 2. What other albums do you need to listen to in this world? Yeah. See. So why make uh, make uh, why make a mixtape if you just got those two albums? <laughs> Next one comes from at m underscore hummingbird. How would Daniel and Amanda have reacted to Sam and Robbie's relationship if they had ever gotten around to that conversation? Depends on
0: the conversation. Daniel and Amanda liked Robbie. It's possible a nice, respectful conversation could have gotten their blessing. Unfortunately, they never got there. Yet. And honestly, I could could actually see Daniel approving of that relationship.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, he's allowed... Robbie to stay there um I, I he would be naive to not think that something would happen or you know that uh to not think that they would develop um feelings for each other
0: well especially because i mean if nothing else you know uh, Robbie was very respectful towards uh Daniel and his entire family while he was there
1: yeah absolutely he's a good kid Robbie is a good kid just made some dumb mistakes uh, as we all do Next one comes from, at Brianna25, how old is Sam at the end of Season 2?
0: I believe 16. I'm not obsessive when it comes to the characters' birthdays. Leave that to all the other guys. All I know is that most of our kids just started their junior year of high school.
1: Next one comes from, Kerbakai Mom Mandy, at Murdoch Mandy, would you recommend biology or information technology? Uh, Connor is torn between what to major in. It
0: depends on what Connor wants to be when he grows up. I'd pick information technology because I would enjoy that more and there are plenty of jobs in that field. But Connor may be more suited to become a doctor.
1: You know, IT, I mean, I mean, either one's, look, I'm lazy. Okay, either one sounds like a lot of schooling and I can't <laughs> do schooling. <laughs> Damn it, I did my time. Yeah, Exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I sometimes think about going back to school, but it's like, I, I'm fine where I'm at. I've, I've had the same job for 12 years and it, you know, gets everything paid for and you know, we're comfortable. So, but if it's not broke, why fix it? Yeah, exactly. Hey, that is a uh, good advice there, sir. Yes, sir. This one comes from at Stuart Perry 11. Will Daniel tell Johnny that he joined Cobra Kai? Daniel would have to have a reason to tell Johnny that. Perhaps one day he will. Do you think we'd ever get, like, a drunk Daniel doing donuts in the parking lot? Like, hey, I just be Cobra Kai, too. Woo! No? Nothing like that?
0: Maybe he's the, you know what, maybe he uh, just happened upon that beach after Johnny threw away those keys, saw that the car was just sitting there for anybody who wanted to take it, and felt, you know what? Dibs. I was in Cobra Kai. I have just as much right to this card as anybody,
1: right? Um, let's see here. The ne- let's talk about this one real quick. Um, this next one comes from Jason uh, Dude or something like that. Uh, is this line a reference to the Justin Bieber song from the 2010 Karate Kid remake? Um, the 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 screenshot that uh, Jason shares here is. Creese and Johnny are talking to each other in episode 3 Fire and Ice and the subtitle says hey never say never okay um the song that he's referencing is never say never by Justin Bieber featuring Jaden Smith
0: I'm uh, Mr. Horowitz says I don't know the song you're referring to so no so, Honestly, whenever I, whenever I hear uh, somebody say never say never, I always think of uh, that James Bond movie.
1: Right. Same. But my the, the reason I, I wanted to bring this particular Q&A part here up is because he said, I don't know the song you're referring to. So I wonder if that's a little like, hey, no, that doesn't belong in our universe. And, you know. I
0: think. Uh,
1: little slight shade. I, if
0: I had to guess, I'd say he just uh, doesn't listen to the Biebs. So it's just not. Wow. uh...
1: Wow. Wow. You didn't know Dr. Dre, but you know Justin Bieber is referred to as the Biebs.
0: There Are was you a long a Bieber, time. Uh, a there, I You're am Belieber. not a
1: believer, but there was a time a where that kid was
0: inescapable. <laughs> you couldn't watch anything without having some kind of reference to that, that scourge of the great white North.
1: Well, he's got a song with uh, Ed Sheeran right now on the radio. Well, I'm very happy for him and Ed Sheeran. You know what? I don't, I don't hate the guy. He's got some pretty good songs. I, and I'm forgetting the album title, but I used to rock to one of his albums. But um, again, I'm bringing this up because I feel like it might be a slight shade to either that particular movie or The Beebs. Who knows? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like that song uh, because my kids like it. Because, you know, they like it. I, I don't know if they're still fans of Jaden Smith, but uh, they like that movie too. Right on. Next one comes from R.A. Villareal13. Would it be too much to ask for a die-cast replica of the Cobra Kai vehicle? I guarantee it would be sold out. And what other upcoming merch can we look forward to seeing?
0: I agree. People should be able to buy replicas of the famous cars on the show. Not sure if there are any plans for that or not. Sony is constantly working on new stuff. However, I am expecting more Halloween costumes this year. Alright, so, out of curiosity, which Halloween costumes do you think we're going to see? I mean, obviously we're going to have uh, the various geese and all that, but what else do you think we would see? Mm. The skeleton's another obvious one.
1: Right, the skeleton, um, the geese, the shower? Do you think we'll get a Daniel Shower costume?
0: I just want uh, the ref
1: shirt from the first uh, tournament. I don't think that's too much to ask for, is it? Nope. That's uh, probably very easy to get a hold of. I'm, I'm just trying to think of anything else. Um, maybe even, this, this might be a stretch, but maybe some of those uh, costumes like uh, Dan Johnson, right? In uh upcoming episode that we have not yet reviewed yet. So maybe some of those, you know, like Tori's Madonna costume. Maybe we'll see some of that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh only limited by your imagination, sir. Maybe
0: a stingray
1: costume? Oh Somebody that would be badass.
0: A, you know, yeah, uh, braided beard. I was gonna say you're gonna have to get the spirit gum out to apply that thing on your face.
1: What else? What well, what else did we see in season two this time around? Uh a, a red mohawk? You know?
0: Oh yeah, you could get like the whole skull cap thing going.
1: Mm-hmm. mm Hmm That might be it? Those would be our best sellers. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, you know, Crease. nothing unless you, you know, he was in a gi and some regular clothes. Oh, having him uh, wear his uh, army jacket? Yeah, uh, maybe somebody walking around in a body bag, but I'm sure that's been done before. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's dark, sir. That's dark. (laughs) You know, maybe somebody dressed up as Miguel in a wheelchair or on crutches? Oh. too soon oh. so too soon <laughs> oh uh carmen uh dressed as the uh, flash dance you know you know what i mean you could just you know not shave for a week and uh binge drink for a couple days and say you're johnny at the very beginning of the season you know people like me have a hard time growing a beard i have, I have to wait like five years <laughs> Next one comes from J Chronicles44. Why was the decision made to go more over the top with the fight choreography, such as Tori kicking another male karate student and the male student spinning over five times as a result?
0: That's what just happens when Peyton List kicked that dude. As for the fights in general, we try to keep things as quote unquote realistic as possible. But when you're doing so much fighting over the course of multiple seasons, you look for ways to vary each moment. Look, Tori's a badass, and that kick, it looked like it hurt. What can she I say? She got him in just the right spot,
1: had just enough momentum. You'd spin too, man. You know, if he, if he hadn't like almost lunged at her, it wouldn't have added that extra spin. So it's his fault. It's his fault. You know, it would have been four spins if he just stood still. I'm just saying. <laughs> Next one comes from at Brianna twenty five. Also, do you swear and promise Daniel's headband is still safe and sound and whole in his box at the dojo because that box was open and everything else they touch was destroyed. It's safe.
0: Didn't notice the box was open after the dojo was trashed. I was on another set that day. Josh healed. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, it doesn't look like Josh chimed in on that, so I guess we'll never know. Oh, you know, uh, it's possible. Shoulder shrug emoji. <laughs> next one comes from Jen at Sweep the Leg eighty four. Do you plan to use more eighty songs in the next season? <laughs> what do you think? I, I don't know. I think it's a valid question. Are you? Or are you not? Answer the question. Oh, come on. That's kind of like
0: saying, is there going to be any
1: more fighting and karate scenes? Well, of Brianna to I was curious. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Absolutely. You know, is he going to, you know, confirm or deny? Well, clearly he didn't answer, so. No, no. Hey, you
0: know what? If you spell it all out, people aren't going to tune in.
1: That's a good point. They don't like spoilers. Neither should we. Uh, next one comes from... at. Dion 807. Filmmakers are hypercritical of their own work. Do you see flaws in Cobra Kai when you watch any scene or episode you're willing to mention? Ugh, I definitely see the flaws. I'm frustrated when I watch All Valley
0: in season one and I see the karate board looking at photos from Karate Kid 1 when talking about the events of Karate Kid 3. But I love the show despite the flaws. And sometimes I grow to love specific flaws. Ooh, I wonder which specific flaws would, uh, did he grow to love. And you know what? Uh, I got to give him credit. He's not pulling a George Lucas where he's going back and uh, digitally realtering all the little things that
1: are bugging him. You know, So <coughs> Game more of, power Game to him. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that they did that. No. No. Uh, next one comes from Frederick Fadul, uh, Cobra Kai 105. Why does it look like it's fall slash autumn when Daniel visits Mr. Miyagi's grave, and what happened to Cousin Louie in Season 2?
0: We shoot the show in Atlanta during the fall, so sometimes it's impossible for it to look exactly like L.A. As for Cousin Cousin Louie, he wasn't relevant to Season two's story, but we still consider him a part of our
1: world. So something that we didn't pick up on, apparently the times that we saw the dealership this season was a different location, possibly Louie's at the other one that we saw in Season 1. Or maybe he was with a potential client selling him a lemon. Or maybe he's on a bit of an extended leave for the stunt that he pulled in Season 1. Yeah, all of those are plausible, sir. Very, yeah. Uh, next one comes from J. Walliser Jr. Did you ever, in a million years, think that one day Johnny Lawrence would be one of the most relatable characters on television? No. And then eventually, yes. That reminds me of a GIF and... Tom, I know you don't know uh foosball, but there's uh basketball that I'm very familiar with. Along the Morning, uh he has a gif of him sitting on the bench where he is shaking his head, pauses for a second, and then nods yes. So so it's um it's a very funny gif and when used uh, properly, uh no one can defend or something like that. Anyway, That's what it reminded me of uh, when he responded that no, and then eventually yes. Somebody else got that. (laughs) Next one comes from Nathan and a bunch of numbers. Will Miguel and Robbie rivalry, will it continue? Hmm? I think we get it.
0: I don't think
1: things were left the best between the two of them, but we'll see what happens. I mean, that's the new rivalry, right? Is Miguel and and Robbie. Oh, absolutely it is. Uh, next one comes from Le Chevre, aka Raptor, as the Cobra guys call him. How many beers does Johnny drink roughly a day? They're about 150 calories each. He really needs to do a lot to work those off. Johnny was born with fantastic genes.
0: His metabolism is off the charts. He can average a six-pack of Coors Banquets a day, and it barely makes a dent. And you know what else he has fantastic of? Hair. Oh, that God yeah, that's, that is a luscious mane that he's sporting.
1: Yeah, must be from the Coors. Well, they're both yellow. Yep, see? I, I, I might be onto something. <laughs> uh, he follows up with another question. Also, what's up with Daniel's pants this season? Super flexible, and he's always ready to throw kicks. What kind of pants does he rock?
0: With Cobra Kai lurking in the valley, LaRusso always needs to be ready to throw down. If our costume designer Frank Helmer was on Twitter, I would direct you to him for the brand. Perhaps Rolf Machia knows. Any ideas, Rolf? And I just love the fact that in his mind, he is dressing strategically, just in case. I, I think that is awesome. I mean, I think all the best senseis do. <laughs> and better yet, how many how many uh different styles And uh, name brands, do you think he went through before he finally found the one? And what kind of mishaps
1: do you think he found during those trials? Uh, You know what? I'm not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way too many possibilities. (laughs) Uh, Next one comes from at real Glenn Davies. Do you agree with William Zapka, the William Zapka concept in the series that Daniel essentially cheated to win the All Valley?
0: I believe LaRusso won fair and square, and I believe that deep down, Johnny knows this too. Pat Johnson, the ref of that tournament, is a legendary karate master. I trust his call. I, You know what? That's a good-ass point. I do too. And you know what? I actually like the idea that deep down, Johnny knows he lost fair and square, but it's just something that he's telling himself for the past 35
1: years to rationalize mm-hmm. the fact that he lost. I, I like that idea. Right. Um, Now, here's a good one. This one comes from at Damien underscore QN. Why Hawk hair color was changed in Season 2? Some metaphor or only visual modification? It
0: was a metaphor for for Hawk's darker turn under Kreese's tutelage.
1: Mm -hmm. Next one comes from uh, Amy D. at Amy D. 2416. In... Karate Kid, favorite character outside of the big four?
0: It depends on whether or not you consider Allie or Crease as the four of the big four. Whichever one you left out would be my favorite. After that, I'm going with Dutch.
1: Yep. Dutch, I mean, he's one who calls Daniel, Danielle. I mean, you know, one of the more funnier lines and, you know, brought back in season one.
0: Well, plus, I have a feeling that if you didn't say Dutch was your favorite he would beat some sense into you until you eventually agreed with him.
1: No, that's probably true, and that's why he's in Lompoc. <laughs> Next one comes from at Rob DR nineteen uh, 1908 Season 2, Episode 5, Miguel creates the video for Sam on his laptop featuring Listen to Your Heart as the music in the background. Any reason you didn't go for the Listen to Your Heart version from Karate Kid 3?
0: It's funny. Hayden wrote it into the script intending for it to be the Karate Kid one, but he wrote by Roxette. So uh, he and I always pictured the Roxette version. In post, we tried both and liked the Roxette version better in the scene. And honestly, uh, whenever I hear that song, that's the version that I always think of.
1: I did too. Um, well, the one by Roxette, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but obviously the, you know the people that love part three probably thought about that. But it's kind of like the um the episode we have not yet reviewed, Glory of Love. People probably, well, I'm sure they expected it to to um, hear that song, you know, with, with uh Daniel and Amanda. And as per one of the previous tweets, you know, John Hurwitz mentioned, well, you know, that's him and Kumiko's song. So they're not going to use that and went with uh, a different Chicago Peter Cetera song. Fair enough. Next one comes from I'm Just Billy. Did you plan all along for a Daniel versus Johnny round two? Because that was pretty badass, even though it didn't last long.
0: Early in our planning for season two, we had that Daniel Johnny scuffle in our outline. It was intentionally short because it's always possible
1: they'll fight again. Oh, yeah. You know, something we learned from vasquez Sanchez you want to leave them just wanting more. Always. Next one comes from at AC Patterson 975. Was Moon named after Moon Unit Zappa?
0: Not exactly, but we imagine that she comes from a hippie-ish family.
1: What's Moon Unit Zappa?
0: Uh, That is the daughter of art rock uh, pioneer Frank Zappa.
1: Oh, Unit is her middle name.
0: Yes, uh, and Frank Zappa named his son
1: Dweezil. uh, Okay, then. Um, this kind of reminds me of when I first heard the word hashtag. So before I even knew what it was, I heard that somebody had named their daughter hashtag. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is what a hashtag is. So obviously that was a long time ago. (laughs) Next one comes from Razul Ahmed, 18. Any chance Terry Silver may feature in Cobra Kai? Any character
0: in the Miyagi-verse can return. Shout out to Karate Kid Pod for coming up with the
1: Miyagi-verse phrase. Yep, shout out to Are You Karate Kidding Me? Because I've heard them use it, and then I've seen it used by, you know, pick one of the big three, and I, I always wondered, you know, and I'm still trying to figure out who the hell came up with the big three first. I I honestly don't know. Yeah. I mean, I i, I kind of think we want to lay
0: claim to it, but I do can't say that for sure. Yeah. Gosh.
1: It doesn't yeah. matter in the end. All right, fine. <laughs> but if anybody wants to go back and listen to our season one, I'm sure I mentioned it at some point and we can go back to how far that date was. You know, it it, it was probably just uh, synchronicity in action, sir. Fine. Right? Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> Next one comes from Five Point Back Gammo. Given the opportunity, do you think you would have made the same decision to devalue the importance of Ali in the movie sequels? Definitely not. We were all all devastated
0: when Elizabeth Shue didn't return for the sequels. You can see our philosophy on leading ladies in our Harold and Kumar movies. And I think uh, he's mentioned several times. And I know that you and I have mentioned several times that uh, it was just, Kinda shitty, the way that they just completely dismiss that character, but, you know, who knows what the future will bring.
1: Yeah, I mean, hell, we just, we just had a tweet about it not too long ago.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Next one comes from at Damien underscore QN. Do you have in mind some specific ending for Cobra Kai someday, or you are not planning things as far?
0: We have plans for a specific ending, but the story continues to evolve. Assuming we don't get canceled, I'm sure we'll eventually get to that planned ending. The question is when.
1: Amy S. and I came up with an ending. Oh, what's that? I'm not sharing it. Oh. (laughs) Maybe off uh, off mic, though. Next one comes from at MLKJunionHofla12. The Karate Kid 3 received many negative reviews in several ways. Did you find this review a little unfair?
0: Judged independently as a film, Karate Kid 3 has many flaws, but it's still really fun to watch. Now, And you know what? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. If you can sit down and have fun with something, it doesn't have to be Citizen Kane or Dr. Zhivago. If you enjoy it, enjoy it.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I think uh in our review of credit kit 3 i said there were some things to like about it but um you know i probably wouldn't watch it unless it's for you know a review or something like that but uh yeah it, you know there are some uh, flaws plot wise and and otherwise but um i think we still had a good time reviewing it you know exactly yeah next one comes from at ac patterson 975 which sequel that will probably never happen would you rather see Back to the Future 4 or Gremlins 3?
0: I don't think Back to the Future 4 will ever happen. As for Gremlins 3, the guys and I have an amazing take, and we would love to make it.
1: Oh? Hashtag Gremlins. Hmm. Now, he, he says Back to the Future 4 will never happen, uh, or, or will ever happen. or well, he doesn't think it'll ever happen, but that's just because Bob Gale and Zemeckis have said, you know, over their dead body... Um, but I do like the idea of a movie back for the future, you know, if there's ever a sequel made.
0: Well, what would, what would you make that about? Would somebody uh, somehow get a hold of the schematics for the flux capacitor and make their own time machine?
1: What the hell did you just call it? I said... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't have you repeat it. It's okay. Uh, but it, I would have it... Um, I mean, I've never sat down and really thought this through but I've had the idea of it um, starring Martin McFly Jr.
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that. And uh, what time era would you have it take place in? Um, Would you have him uh, be a teenager from 2019 going back to 1985, or would you go even further than uh, into the future?
1: Gosh, I don't know. I I really haven't gotten that far. I guess the only other thoughts of anything back Back to the Future related is I wanted uh, a little George Lucasing, where they insert the actors as they are now to play their aged-up versions in *Back to the Future Part One*. Okay. Okay, you know? uh, that could happen. Yeah, so that's that's all I, I I'd like to see. Really, uh, I think that would actually be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, there's still plenty of uh, fertile soil in that uh, ground. Uh, I mean. But on the other hand I I admire
1: their integrity for not milking it for all it was worth. Mhm. And if you want more content, there's the comic books and the video games. Next one comes from Valmont 103 was the creation re- recreation rather of Miyagi-do always in the DNA of the series or did it come about organically from the story?
0: In our original pitch for the show, the plan was always to have a dojo versus dojo rivalry in season 2. So yes, we planned to rebuild Miyagi's house from the
1: beginning. I like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, next one comes from Amy S. at Sabrina Obscura. Were there other scenarios Scenarios you guys thought of to bring the OG Cobras back, or was that kind of soul-destroying, heartbreaking reunion always the plan?
0: This was the plan we fell in love with early on. We wanted their return to be meaningful and impactful. And I'd say they succeeded on all fronts.
1: Yep. And here are our latest review, because we just talked about that episode. Yeah. Next one comes from at Raul80's favorite Karate movie.
0: The yeah. original. It's hard to beat that moment when it's revealed Mr. Miyagi was teaching Daniel karate through chores. And I agree with him. I mean, it's a, it's a classic movie. It's aged remarkably well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is dated in uh, some of the uh, filmmaking styles and the fashions, but it has a, a great universal story that's still relevant today.
1: Absolutely, and you know, I understand it's um, you know, it, it being a classic and its impact on pop culture, et cetera, et cetera. Favorite? I don't know if I want to use that word, but the one that I watched the most was Karate Kid* Part Two. Um, but I do love the original, and I agree, nothing beats the original, but part two is just the one I watch the most. So hard to say which is actually my favorite, do you know what I mean? Because I know that part one is the better movie, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next one comes from at Chronicles 44 Do you note criticisms by fans of the show, particularly from season two going forward, or do you not pay attention to or dismiss any fan criticism or concerns as... Some producers, directors do regarding beloved, long standing properties and do what they want. We're aware of fan reaction and
0: we think the input is worthwhile. But at the end of the day, we trust our own instincts and tastes as to what we feel will make the best, most entertaining show possible. And you know what? All the credit in the world for you. You know, I mean, it's pretty obvious these guys have a vision and they're sticking to it.
1: Uh, Next one comes from Damien underscore QN. What do you mean by saying before the season two aired that Kreese will be more morally gray than in Karate Kid? To be honest, he seems straight up bad, only more manipulative. We believe that John Kreese loves Johnny Lawrence.
0: He would have loved nothing more than for, to him, than for them to peacefully coexist in the dojo. But the moment Johnny started straying from Cobra Kai's philosophy...
1: Crease felt it was clear Johnny had more learning to do. Mm, That's glad. an
0: interesting spin on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think Brianna did mention that too. Um, I don't know if it was yeah. via Twitter or on the pod. Next one comes from Balestero Lucho. How did you manage to use Bill Conti's music in the series? We want it on streaming though. Greetings from Argentina.
0: Based on the contracts for when the movies were made, we are able to use a certain amount of original Conti per episode, and we pick and choose our moments.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's per episode, too, not just like per season. Yeah. Wow. Next one comes from me at Cobra Kai Pod. One of your favorite comedic scenes or moment from season two? Johnny surfing the internet,
0: Johnny filming his commercial, Dimitri and Crease. The Johnny Carmen Dream, everything Sting- Stingray, the Burt Nate fight, and my favorite and darkest piece of comedy, the body bag. Hmm. That is dark. That is so so dark.
1: Yeah, still too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Next one comes from Orange Blazer twenty eight. Do you think Stingray's audition to be? a high school security guard in episode 10 of season 2, contributed to Paul Walter Hauser's getting their lead role of security guard in Clint Eastwood's next film. Without question.
0: But as a side note, Eastwood's performance in Gran Torino was an inspiration for the Johnny Miguel dynamic on Cobra Kai. And now that he points it out, I totally see that. I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. uh, Shameless plug, I also uh, reviewed Gran Torino. Fun fact: um, the lead actress uh, in that movie. Uh, before I reviewed it, I tried reaching out to her uh, for an interview. Uh, I did reach out to a podcaster from that area, uh, Lansing, I believe it was, um, to come on to review it since he's you know a native and maybe can add more insight, uh, you know, to uh, about the film rather. And I kind of casually mentioned that I was trying to reach out to that uh, you know the lead actress for an interview, and he dropped the bomb that that's his freaking sister.
0: <laughs> oh no way,
1: yeah, so uh, pretty crazy. I'm still friends with him on on Facebook to this day, so um that's awesome. yeah, shout out to John there. I'm not gonna reveal his full name, but uh yeah that that was kind of really interesting. so that's my grand Torino story. Very awesome. Next one comes from at Dan Suckman. Whose relationship lasted longer after high school, Daniel and Allie or Ferris and Sloan? Both ended quicker than any of us would have liked. Fun fact, uh, maybe a lot of us didn't know and some did, but apparently that's one of Shiloh's favorite movies is uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Isn't it one of everyone's favorite movies? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, he's also, you know, 18, you know, so it, it that's in, you know, I don't know. The classics never die, sir. No, they they don't. But um, I don't know. It, it's funny too because that was I think I saw that in one of the the clips from this weekend at San Diego, and he he mentioned that. It's like, oh yeah, I know it's an old movie. And Ralph's like, that is not an old movie. <laughs> it only came out two years after The Karate Kid. Yeah, <laughs> same year as Karate Kid Part Two. So, next one comes from at the Chevre again, uh, aka Raptor. Is the end of the Karate Kid canon? We never see Johnny give the trophy in the Cobra Kai series. I feel like this is kind of glossed over. Our thought is that Johnny
0: did give Daniel the trophy and say, you're all right, LaRusso. But after having lived in LaRusso's cocky shadow for 35 miserable years after that moment, his feelings have changed. Damn straight they have.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, I feel like this actually came up like really early on in one of the Q and A's that we um, covered as well. And I remember him also kind of saying that to lead to have that in the very first episode of Cobra Kai, I think it kind of um, it was necessary to cut it because it kind of like uh, I really wish I had the, the verbiage right now, but basically it wouldn't have been as impactful to cut from that to seeing you know Johnny thirty five years later.
0: Well, plus, I mean, we're at that point, we're looking at Johnny's memory of that tournament. Chances are he doesn't even think about handing the trophy to Daniel. He just thinks about losing that.
1: Right. Um, the next one comes from Tucker Bernard. One. Whatever happened to Johnny's criminal charges from season one, episode one, the fight with the teens after he bought pizza? Eh,
0: Sid's lawyers handled it. Sid's lawyers can handle anything.
1: Yeah, apparently. But uh, will they be (laughs) around anymore to handle anything? No, no, not since Johnny severed ties. Right. Uh, Next one comes from AC Patterson 975. I liked Kumiko a lot. And the fact that Allie wasn't in Karate Kid 2 didn't bother me. But I will say that I've never liked how they wrote Allie off. I mean, ditching Daniel for some UCLA football player? That was so out of character and not like her at all.
0: Mostly agree. Loved Kumiko too. But the whole thing should have been handled differently. There was a better way to handle the Ally character that could have included her in Karate Kid 2 and kept her in the mix for Karate Kid 3.
1: I would like to hear ideas. I would love to have heard that that scenario. Next question comes from I'm Just Billy. John, any chance of an Okinawa episode? Where maybe Daniel has some unfinished Miyagi-related business there?
0: We have a much tighter budget than the Karate Kid movies, so it's difficult to pull that kind of thing off. Doesn't mean we won't try, though.
1: This was dated June 22nd, guys. Yeah, so sounds like they are going to figure out ways to try. How timely. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I... I didn't expect them to go over to Okinawa. I mean, even in Credit Kid 2, they filmed in Hawaii. I don't know if they can go to Hawaii, but I am very interested to see how they pull off this LaRusso back to uh, Okinawa deal. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Next one comes from at the Cobra Kai guy. First, I'd like to thank you for the ingenious use of imagery in the series. What is the meaning behind the title Escalero in the series' third episode? Thank you. <laughs>
0: Esqueleto is Spanish for skeleton. In this episode, Johnny is really starting to make a connection and pass the torch to Miguel, including the iconic skeleton costume.
1: Yep, didn't want to go as poor man. No. no. <laughs> Next one comes from Cobra Kai Cuisine. Oh, look, Raptor. I wonder if this is Le Chevre. Any insight on the big three so I can make a flight of drinks based on y'all or a drink and food pairing? We love steak and martinis, but also love Taco Bell and
0: soda just as much, especially non-traditional diet sodas like Diet Cream, Black Cherry, or Grape. All of us like spicy food, and we rarely need a soft pretzel we don't like. We're as obsessed with food as we are Karate Kid. And you know what, sir? You lost me with martinis. Just can't get into those. Ugh.
1: You know what? I will eat anything and drink anything if I get to hang out with them. Uh, they oh said, yeah if they
0: if they said Tom would you want to sit down for a steak and a martini, you, you think I'm going to pass that up? Hell no!
1: <laughs> yeah, well, see that, that's what I, see, now you're speaking my language. Um, yes, I uh, w- yes yes. Um, I am curious if they like Thai food, which is uh, sometimes spicy. So I was going to uh, say yeah. I I need I to. I'll, I'll I'll wait. I'll wait for the next Q&A. Next question comes from RedsFan078. Has there been much thought for Daniel's son to one day join Miyagi-Do?
0: We have thoughts for Anthony going forward, but won't get into anything specific. I'm wondering if it's going to be uh, drinking more butter or
1: just being a little brat all around. You have not seen uh, Griffin uh, lately, have you? No, I have not. He has lost a lot of weight. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah. Looking pretty good there. Uh, as did uh, Nicole Brown. Yes, yes. Uh,
0: her weight loss has been tremendous
1: and I'm yeah. very happy for she her. She looks fantastic. So, yes, good uh, for her. Yeah, we got to try to get her back on and, and talk about that. Absolutely. Next one comes from Dorothy Golden G, not asking what, but is there a storyline that the big three have disagreed over or how that storyline should proceed?
0: Well, we disagree on things from time to time, but that conversation always leads to better solutions. Oh, that's a good-ass answer. Yeah, that's a big part of the collaborative process. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Next one comes from Ari Kagan. What was your reaction to getting Billy and Ralph on board? Was it a long process?
0: We knew Billy, so we had confidence that he'd like our plan. The big hurdle was flying to New York to convince Ralph. We had a four-hour lunch and then a two-hour phone call a few days later. After that, he signed on.
1: At that moment, we knew we were about to embark on an amazing journey. Oh, that's awesome. See, so we never even heard about, like, how long and, and how yeah. many lunches. We've only heard, like, you know, the lunch and the, the things talked about. crease being a little bit good, a little bit of bad. You know, I know we're not talking about uh, Martin Cove, but, um, yeah. So it's kind of nice to hear something a little bit different. So different but same. Next one comes from Jay Walliser Jr. And I like this question. John? What are your top three favorite comedy films of all time?
0: Oh, too many to list. Some are Airplane, Kingpin, Groundhog Day, South Park, Spaceballs, Lebowski, Knocked Up, Step Brothers, Borat, Office Space, Snake-A-Gun, Two and a Half, American Pie, Dumb and Dumber, Billy Madison, Coming to America, Pineapple Express, Wayne's World, UHF, Harry and Sally... Yeah, all good movies. I think it's kind of cool that he listed UHF.
1: That's awesome. Well, I mean, who doesn't like Weird Al? Eh, I'm sure there's people that don't like Weird Al. Um, Now, Tom, of those movies he's listed, what would your top three be? Of those three? uh, What would your top three be of the ones he's listed? Ooh. I'll go first. All right. All right. Uh, my first off, my number one comedy of all time is Coming to America, uh, and then I would probably put Spaceballs second, um, on this list of three, and Dumb and Dumber third. But I didn't, obviously I do love uh, a few of those other ones, but I'll just keep it to those three. If I had to pick just a three, put me on an island of John Hurwitz's that he, um, the ones that he listed. Those are my top three: Coming to America, Dumb and Dumber, and Spaceballs
0: uh myself i would probably go airplane just because not only is it just a, a damn funny movie that if you watch it again and again you could always find something new in the background going on but it was uh it's a highly influential movie uh groundhog day i think it's really not only very very well written and incredibly acted and directed but it's one of those movies where, if you sit down and think about it, you can really dig into the uh, the time travel aspect, and as far as uh, like all the rumors that he was in there for like a couple hundred years and all those things, and uh, of course the Big Lebowski because it's infinitely quotable.
1: Mm-hmm. Were you a fan of Thor Lebowski? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that was really a nice touch there. Finally, a
0: superhero that looks like
1: me. uh so you you also have long uh golden hair well wait did he have yeah yeah he grew his hair back out i i could do it maybe (laughs) if my wife would let me uh picture it won't happen (laughs) all right next one comes from the first noel 19 is Tori mike barnes daughter she has six dads and four moms (laughs) good luck trying to guess who they are yeah no kidding Next one comes from The Pee Winkle. How old were you when you watched the original Karate Kid, and were you Team Danielson or Team Johnny? I was six. I don't believe anybody who claims they were Team
0: Johnny when they first watched Karate Kid. Maybe if they watched it for the first time after Cobra Kai. And you know what? I I think that's fair.
1: I do, too. Yeah. And I'm sure there is like a small percentage of people that were like, oh, no, I was Cobra Kai from the get-go. Hmm, that that would be very rare. Right, but I'm sure, I mean... I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next one comes from Brianna25. What's your writing space like? Are you everything in its place, people? Or a clean desk is a sign of a sick mind, people? The writer's room has couches in a circle,
0: index cards all over the wall, and a TV screen where writers can see the notes the writer's assistant is taking. When we write, Hayden, Josh, and I usually sit on couches, one of us is on a computer connected to TV. Not messy,
1: not clean. So, in between there. Yeah. Lived in. Right. Uh, Next one comes from, at Elmo Ziller, was the Valley Fest show an homage to the Revenge of the Nerds Homecoming Carnival? Yes, it was. And I think we mentioned that in our review of it, didn't we? I believe you did. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. The next one comes from MLKJunionHoffla12. When will the episodes of the first and second season go free on YouTube?
0: I don't know the specifics, but I believe all of season one will be free on YouTube for a couple of weeks in late August, then back behind the YouTube premium paywall. After that, episodes of Season 2 will be released one per week. And you know what? I think that's actually kind of cool because if they want, they can. If, if they're doing it on a weekly basis, they can have that mid-season premiere like they've always thought might be a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they have yeah. a couple of weeks in
1: between a uh, couple of episodes. That's a good point. I like that. And a yeah. chance for us to kind of re-release some of our um, reviews. Yes. The next one comes from Ari Kagan. When did you first start planning Cobra Kai?
0: First had the idea as a movie about seventeen years ago, but didn't start getting serious about it as a TV show until twenty sixteen. Ah, been in the works.
1: Because uh, it it's out, been it's yeah, been on his years, mind for yeah. a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then it took them a couple years to kind of um get it out. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is actually all of it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, we're caught up. We are completely caught up for you guys because we love you guys so much. (laughs) Uh, This episode has gone on over two and a half hours, so after editing, it's still going to be well over two hours, but... Yeah, yeah,
0: this was a marathon beast of a session, sir.
1: Yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it, got something out of it, maybe you feel a little bit more edumacated, and you can talk about this around the uh, the water cooler at work, right? Is that the expression or something? Do they still have water coolers in offices? Well, why wouldn't they? What else would they have? Fountains? I don't know. Bottled water? We have a water cooler, but nobody, like, gathers around it and talks, but we just kind of shout at each other from across the room. <laughs> yeah. All right, well... That's all we got for this uh big bonus episode. Want to thank you guys as always for checking us out. Uh if you're a newer listener, consider go back and going back and checking out um some of the episodes or interviews that you might have missed. At this point we've gotten uh 27 interviews with uh cast members from the show, you know, that work behind the scenes and also some of the actors from the original movies as well. And some of the other bonus episodes. So if you enjoyed this and, again, are a newer listener, go back and check out some of the other stuff uh, or uh, other Cobra Kai news uh, episodes that we've done. Uh But, Tom, if not Cobra Kai related, do you do anything else? Yeah, I am a... Uh
0: co-host editor slash producer of a little show that i'm kind of proud of called jake and tom conquer the world we talk about everything from comic books to movies to television shows to how we would abuse and misuse the uh, time travel if we had our uh, hands on that particular resource Uh, i'm getting ready to put out another episode uh, this coming
1: sunday and uh, we're hoping to record some more very very shortly thereafter Awesome! Awesome! Always looking forward to those. Uh, I too host another podcast. Uh, I do some retro movie reviews. If you like some of those movies we talked about earlier, I've done some um, Spaceballs. I've done Coming to America. Uh, those were super early in my podcasting days, and so I don't highly recommend those episodes because I'm still, you know, finding my own footing or something. Um, but that's called Podstalgic. If you guys want to uh, check out some of those episodes, some of those beloved movies from the yester, uh, yester years, Tom, you obviously, uh, joined me for the, the, the Karate Kid movies, uh, some time ago before we started doing Cobra Kai. Um, mm-hmm. and that you can find on Twitter and Instagram at Podstalgic. Uh, for this show, you clearly found us, uh, know where to find us, but on social media, we are Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter. Cobra Kai podcast on Instagram. And we've probably mentioned our Facebook group page uh, once or twice. And we are looking to possibly update the name of the group. It won't change by much, just a few things here and there. But currently, it is group, And you spell out the words period, just search that on Facebook and you'll find us hit request and uh, you know we'll do a little powwow and see whether or not uh, we should, you know, grant you a set request. Uh, th- there's a few prerequisites, so just read the the notes there. So I want to thank you guys for checking out this episode, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.
0: Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Part shows, visit cortemparts.com.